Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Stock Break, your weekly opportunity to dive into public companies as we break down their business activity, fundamentals, and potential value. I'm Josh Gilbert, market analyst at eToro, and let's get into it. Please remember that this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Stay tuned for additional disclosures at the end of today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stock Break with me, Josh Gilbert. Today, we're going to be analysing McDonald's, the world's largest and most recognized fast food chain in the world. And you may not know exactly how it makes its money. So we're here to tell you today exactly how it does. But before we get started, if there's anything you ever want covered across these stocks, then please let us know. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, give us a rating, and of course, send to your friends. If you are listening to this in podcast format and would like to watch along with the presentation, uh, there is a link in the bio and you can head over to YouTube to give it a watch. And a quick reminder that this presentation is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, personal recommendation or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. So on to McDonald's, the greatest fast food restaurant in the world or the greatest real estate firm in the world. Well, that's what we're here to find out. And you might be wondering what that means, but we'll get into that as we go on. So we're going to take you through the full view of McDonald's, their story, their fundamentals, and their potential valuation. So a little bit of a key history here and a a few facts about McDonald's that you may or may not know. Uh, Founded in 1940s by brothers Maurice and Richard McDonald. That's obviously where we get the name from in Chicago. But in 1961, Ray Kroc bought out the McDonald's brothers after opening a franchise store. More on Ray Kroc in a moment. The company soon listed publicly in the U.S. in 1965 at $22.50 a share. And uh, what a track record since that time. McDonald's now has over 40,000 stores in more than 100 countries across the globe. So global domination is not a problem for McDonald's. And according to statistics, around 70 million people visit McDonald's every single day. Those are some huge numbers. And its most sold food item is fries. So some huge, huge numbers there and and easy to see why it is the most recognized brand in the world. What you may not know is that it is one of the greatest real estate empires in the world with its 40,000 stores globally. So again, I'm teasing you here a little bit, but we will get onto why that is in just a moment. So let's have a quick look at what the company's mission and vision is. So Donald's is the leading name in the fast food industry. And, you know, it came from its sort of humble beginnings, now generates over 20 billion a year in revenue. Their mission, well, it's to deliver delicious feel-good moments, easy for everyone, whilst making it our customer's favorite place and way to eat and drink. So they're kind of trying to make it an experience when visiting McDonald's. You know, we've obviously all been to, you know, restaurants where you can sit down often. Here in Australia, there are some big playgrounds often where children can sort of play. They have obviously values, serve, inclusion, integrity, community, and family. And obviously their commitment to those values helps ensure that meets the needs of the customers and their vision. This is obviously a key one to move with the velocity to drive profitable growth and become an even better McDonald's, serving more customers delicious food each and every day around the world. So again, trying to stay up with time, trying to grow, but be profitable with that growth, but also not sort of really losing what McDonald's is about, which is that food 
and you know delicious food and, and trying to make that experience for everyone we all know them of course for their burgers and fries so a quick look at the business timeline so obviously i mentioned earlier we're going to see ray Kroc's name a couple of times here the business listed publicly in 1965 after ray Kroc's takeover Again, we will get more onto Ray Kroc, but if you do want to know a little bit more about him, there is a great film about McDonald's and sort of the business in general called The Founder on Netflix. Really is worth a watch. Go and check it out. Then in 1968, we saw the first Big Mac was ever made. Obviously, that became a, a very key moment for the business moving forward. In 1975, McDonald's opened its first drive through restaurant uh, and also launched its maiden dividend. Again, its dividend has, has remained a staple for the business, and we'll touch on that a little bit later as well. Then jumping to 1993, we had the first McCafe opening in Australia. Coffee is now a staple on the McDonald's menu. Then in 1966, McDonald's reached over 20,000 locations across the globe after sort of successfully launching into global markets. In 1997, something that was a landmark partnership, Disney and McDonald's joined together. So it was a landmark partnership because still to this day, they still do have ties. And it was a landmark partnership for rights to use Disney characters in a Happy Meal offering, as well as having restaurants in their parks. And a fun fact, Ray Kroc was actually friends with somebody at Disney. And that's where that sort of that friendship sort of came from and that deal originally came from. Then in 2005, the company topped 20 billion in revenue for the first time ever, a landmark goal. But between 2013 and 2017, McDonald's suffered a tough few years. Revenue shrank by about 5 billion, but shares continued to gain over that time, as we can see on the chart. And in 2020, McDonald's opened its first net zero store and was actually, funnily enough, at Disney World. So as we said, that partnership has continued long into the future since that deal in 1997. So now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the fundamentals of the business. So initially, how does McDonald's make its money? So although, as I say, it may seem that McDonald's makes all its money from burgers, it actually doesn't. In fact, McDonald's is a real estate juggernaut. McDonald's actually only owns fractions of the locations it actually has. Out of the 42,000 stores that it does have, a staggering 39,000 are run by dedicated franchisees. So McDonald's is the landlord. They lease the prime real estate on which these iconic stores stand while they continue to serve up their classic products. So this means that McDonald's makes more of its revenue from its land holdings than from its beloved burgers. And this is because the operating margins are far more attractive through the franchise model than the company-owned stores. And we're going to get onto that into the next slide. But this is just a bit of a breakdown of, obviously, the company's you know, gross profit, their operating income, pre-tax income. And again, those sort of listening on the podcast, you can sort of go over to the presentation to sort of have a, a brief look of what this looks like. But in terms of numbers, you know, for 20 22 this was the last annual report uh, we had over 25 billion in revenue gross profit was also very very high for the year operating income over 10 billion as well pre-tax income over 7 billion so again some really huge numbers for mcdonald's so on to now mcdonald's stores and its franchisees essentially we're going to be looking at what is a key number for the business. So McDonald's is set to reach 42,000 stores this year, targeting further expansion with plans to reach 50,000 stores by the end of fiscal year 2027. 
So I mentioned Ray Kroc a few times, and he's pretty key here. And he was the man who realized McDonald's, you know, could really make its money outside of eating burgers. Instead, the focus would be on the franchisee. So although the McDonald's brothers created the brand, Ray Kroc took it to the next level. He would select and buy the land on which the restaurants would be built. He would then establish the guidelines for the construction of the stores and provide all of the equipment and the training that was necessary for the operation. And today, the McDonald's network, as I say, has over 40,000 of those stores worldwide. And of those, as I say, 93% are franchisees, so not managed directly by the company. So in other words, McDonald's largest asset is land and buildings. So actually is $41 billion, which makes up about 77% of the company's total assets in 2022. So if you need convincing of the benefits of actually being a real estate company in the restaurant game, the company's net profit margin is expected to be 33% for the full year 2023. Compare that to the average in the restaurant sector, only 6.6%. So really, Ray Kroc, you know, sort of really built the idea that the money was going to be made on real estate rather than in the food business. Essentially, revenue from the rent is more stable for cash flow than revenue from food. So now we're going to have a look at some of the competition and challenges that McDonald's faces. And, you know, if you wander around the streets of any country that you live in, you will obviously see a lot of their competitors. There are many direct competitors for McDonald's globally. Obviously, obvious names, Burger King, KFC, Chipotle, Wendy's, Taco Bell, many, many more. McDonald's, though, is is probably the biggest name in the fast food industry with obviously a significantly larger market share than than its key competitors. And I think it has a lengthy history of innovation and and some of the most sought after fast food with many competitors trying to you know, compete and, and in sometimes copy what they do. However, competitors are also regularly exploring opportunities to challenge McDonald's. You know, the fast food industry is continually evolving and it's crucial for McDonald's to remain nimble and adaptive to, to sort of changing industry trends. Because if other restaurants become more popular, franchisees may look elsewhere, which is obviously bad news for McDonald's. Indirectly, we obviously have competition coming from the likes of Starbucks. They may not sell fast food, But their coffee, breakfast and lunch offerings certainly take some of McDonald's pie. And also we can talk about things like Domino's and and sort of slightly different offerings within the fast food industry. We also then have restaurants that aren't fast food chains as well, such as Chili's that offer a more premium sit down experience. Nando's, for example, in the UK, you have a Costa Coffee, lots of these sort of names. You know, we may see consumers seeking out slightly more premium dining experience and people you know may want to to sort of enjoy that for for you know a slight higher cost and of course we also have walmart other major supermarkets around the world that obviously do pose a threat you know they want consumers to eat at home they want to cook their own foods you know they can promote that in a cheaper way and they can also promote that in a healthier lifestyle way which mcdonald's has for years had to sort of fight against so now we're going to have a quick look at some of the operating metrics There are a few key operating metrics here to look at. So we're going to look at net income, EBITDA and operating expenses. So operating expenses for the company, for the company operated restaurants were higher because of increase in labor, energy and commodity costs. Profits will also be pressured because we've seen plans for them to build new restaurants. So about 1900 new restaurants around around the world over the next few years. So about 2.4 billion on capital expenditures and obviously inflation, as I mentioned, you know, have all had a big impact, energy costs, et cetera, on the business over the last 
few years and therefore net income and EBITDA have dropped in the last year. But what we're seeing is management is prioritizing menu price hikes, which is driving up the average customer ticket. So as a result, what we're going to start to see is same source sales pick up. That is an essential metric for restaurants that measure performance. So in the last year, we've seen that rise by about 8.8%. So again, those numbers are going to be really important for McDonald's to sort of continue growing. And next year is going to be really difficult because we're going to see a slowdown with the consumer. We're going to see obviously budgets being obviously really squeezed after what has been some of the highest rates we've seen in decades. But also we should start to see interest rate cuts coming through as well, which should give a little bit of relief coming through. Uh, so now we're going to look at its dividend. So generally, the two methods of returning capital to shareholders are through dividends and share repurchases. McDonald's do both. McDonald's is a prolific dividend-paying stock, paying and increasing its dividend for 47 consecutive years. Now, that is, you know, reliability if you ever have seen it. Most recently, McDonald's raised its quarterly dividend by 10% to $1.67 per share, representing an annual dividend yield of 2.3%. Notably, the stock has a payout ratio that is, is super, super strong, a metric that demonstrates whether a company can afford to pay its dividend to shareholders of 56%. Generally, any payout ratio consistently less than 75% is considered a safe and unlikely candidate for a dividend cutoff freeze. So again, 47 years of growth of its dividend means that if you're an owner of dividend of a Donald stock, you'd like to keep getting those dividends for years to come. Let me know in the comments as well if you think that Donald's is on your watch list for 2024 and if you've also been rewarded with its dividends over the years, because, again, that growth would have been, you know, a great income for for many if if you've been an owner over the years. So let me know what you think for, for 2024 for McDonald's. And as I say, if you've received some of those very nice dividends. So the next is just a look at McDonald's financial strength. Debt, debt to equity ratio is at 1.41. Generally speaking, a debt to equity ratio around one is, is, seen, is seen as safe with its increasing dividend for 47 years. You know, we're, we're in a pretty good stead there. You know, McDonald's has always had pretty solid financial strength. Shares have also done well in the last 12 months, climbing around 10% or so. But the business, and this is really important to note, does have a high amount of debt. We've seen share buybacks. We've seen expansion. Uh, what we can see on this slide, and again, please head over to YouTube to, to sort of have a look at the slides, is that uh, ultimately a low amount of equity, putting the debt to equity ratio at minus eight, which is very low. This ratio would usually make the company prone to you know recession or other risks, which is something that is is potentially on the horizon in 2024. Although they own valuable real 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 estate assets and short assets. These are illiquid and cannot be sold fast to follow, you know, maybe any short term liabilities. But as I say, maybe not a huge risk, but it's something to be, you know, across and something to to note. But we have a high interest coverage of 8.57, which suggests that, you know, ultimately McDonald's can efficiently service that debt. But again, something to note and something to be aware of when investing in McDonald's. So now we're going to have a look at the SWOT analysis. This is the SWOT analysis of the business, and this covers the business's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Firstly, strengths, global presence. We've gone through it already, but McDonald's is the most recognized and valuable brand globally. Vast network of restaurants in over 100 countries, huge brand loyalty, and a large customer base. Its franchising model, 
McDonald's primarily operates through that franchise model, which allows for rapid expansion without always the need for significant capital investment. We mentioned its brand. It's got a strong brand. The Golden Arches is probably one of the most iconic symbols and most recognized logos in the world as, as well. McDonald's is synonymous with fast food. And market experience. McDonald's has been in the market for many, many years, hence its extensive market knowledge. And that level of knowledge is very helpful to deal with any challenges that it comes and has been through many market cycles. Weaknesses, health concerns. With a menu that's historically you know, centered around fast food, McDonald's has faced criticism for contributing to health issues such as obesity over the years. And that is something that will remain a challenge moving forward. High staff turnover. McDonald's has a high employee turnover rate, even though it does often sometimes claim it doesn't, but it does. This often leads to more money being spent on training. Again, these are usually stores where we see maybe younger people working and then moving on. So it's quite a rapid turnover of staff. Debt. We went through the debt just a moment ago, but this is ultimately where McDonald's does slip up and fall for some investors. And especially in high interest rate environments like we have seen over the last 18 months. Where are the opportunities? Healthy menu expansion. There is a growing demand for healthier food options. McDonald's can capitalize on this trend by expanding its range of organic and nutritious menu items. Technology innovation. McDonald's can further invest into technology to enhance customer experience. We can see mobile ordering, digital payment options, automation processes. Global expansion. McDonald's is already you know, present in many countries, but there may be some opportunities in untapped markets into emerging markets where we can see growth opportunities. And finally, threats, competition. We touched on this earlier, but the fast food industry is highly competitive. Global and local players mean that, you know, there is always going to be pressure on pricing and innovation, changing consumer preferences. Consumers do change. We do change all the time. It may be that we are leaning now towards a healthier lifestyle, you know, people moving towards locally sourced foods and also sustainable options as well. You know, that is always a threat to fast food chains. And finally, global economic uncertainty, economic uncertainties, geopolitical tensions do all have the ability to impact McDonald's revenue and profitability, especially considering extensive global operations. We saw, you know, with Russia, they had issues in Russia when obviously geopolitical tensions kicked off there, but also economic uncertainties heading into this year with potentially a recession on the cards. Now look at its potential valuation. So this is the Guru Focus valuation tracker, and it says that it is fairly valued. And this is because it's a predictable, high quality company with a dividend that has been paid for 47 years. So, you know, where we are currently priced at around close to that sort of $300 mark, you know, you know, ultimately, this is taking into account historic multiples, P ratios, price to sales ratios, price to book ratios, and price to sort of free cash flow. So fairly valued at this level. And moving into sort of this year and to 2024, there is maybe that focus on, on shifting towards sort of consumer staples. And I think McDonald's would be a name that would fall into that sort of consumer staples category, possibly consumer discretionary in some cases, but given, you know, how cost-effective it is for some family, it may not be something that we give up. From an analyst side, they like the company. From current levels, analysts see an 8.5% upside with an average price target of $319. So liked by analysts and, you know, fairly valued. So moving forward, maybe a stock to keep on the watch list 
for 2024. So now we're just going to have a look at some of the key points to watch for the business moving forward. We've probably covered a few of these already, but first it's going to be price hikes. McDonald's is hiking prices to drive revenues positive for growth, but may also drive customers away. Franchise expansion. This is the key to ongoing profitability because it comes with high margins generated from its franchise operations. So going to be really key to keep McDonald's on that trajectory and to keep you know growing stores globally. They've got to be where franchisees want to go. Also, debt and economic slowdown. Its debt positioning may be a worry for some investors and a recession economic slowdown, as I say, could see consumers eating out less or it could mean that we see consumers turning to those cheaper alternatives such as McDonald's. And it's a sector leader. McDonald's is a market leader with what I would say is an enviable position with leading margins and high returns on capital. And if this position continues, margins may continue to grow into the future. So to cap us off, McDonald's has had a good 12 months. Shares are up by 10% and it has increased its dividend for the 47th year. So given that this company you know, is very mature now, we're not going to see you know, huge growth over the years. So I would say that 10% for this company in the last 12 months is pretty reasonable, especially with the dividend growth that we've seen over time as well. 93% of its 42,000 stores are franchisees, which is contributing to higher operating margins. So again, that is going to be key to continued growth. Risks, though, do remain as economies slow and competition intensifies. Keep an eye on targeting further expansion. We are planning to see McDonald's reach 50,000 stores by the end of fiscal year 2027. And so again, that's going to be another key number to keep an eye on if we are going to see that dividend continue, if we are going to see you know, margins stay as high as they are. And analysts, bottom line, do like McDonald's with a buy consensus all in all. And as we saw a moment ago, a fairly valued company with plenty of opportunities ahead. So, guys, that's it for McDonald's. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. If you found this episode useful, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our channel because we have lots of exciting information coming up for you this year. Lots of great episodes from the Digest and Invest podcast. And let me know in the comments if Donald's is a company that you own or you have on your watch list. And of course, a reminder, if there's a stock that you are interested in and you want to know more about it, let me know and we'll break it down. Thanks for listening. See you next time. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular recipient's investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results.